You're listening to Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, Eddie Pascal. Raider Nation, what is going on? Eddie Pascal here back at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for our very first training camp edition of Upon Further Review, brought to you by our pals at Coors Light. And yes, I said training camp edition uh, to lift the veil a little bit. About two minutes ago, I actually call it three minutes ago, I was on the field here in Las Vegas watching the Silver and Black go through their very first practice of training camp 2022. Whistle blows, or I guess in this case the horn blows, and I scurried right up here, and I sat down in this chair. We are going to break it all down. We have a great episode of the show today. In just a few minutes, our man Trayvon Merrig is going to join us. We are going to talk all things training camp, maybe a little college football realignment. Who knows? But we're going to talk about it all with Trayvon, and we are very, very excited to do that. But most of all, and most importantly, I'm just excited because no longer are we discussing what's going to happen. No longer do I have to sit here and yell into the void and talk about, oh, maybe this combination of players, maybe that combination of players. Let's keep an eye on the defensive tackles, whatever it is. We are seeing it live and in person. And yes, we are just one day into this incredible marathon that 2022 is going to be for this team. But it feels good to have officially started the race. And uh, excitement is high. Energy is high. People are fired up. And I hope you guys are too. And I hope, shameless plug alert, that you like, you like, subscribe, and do all that fun stuff to the Raiders Training Camp Podcast, where Jesse Merrick from News 3 and I really dive into the nitty-gritty of what we see at camp. So make sure you are tuning into that. And it's a lot of fun. We did it last year. We had so much fun that we're bringing it back for 2022. Uh, and I can't wait to kind of go on this journey of training camp with not only you guys, because we appreciate you so immensely, everyone that tunes in, listens, all that jazz, but to do it with Jesse as well, to have a partner to kind of play off of, to have someone with a different set of eyes out there who sees things a little bit differently than I do is really, really fun. But before we dive into talking all things training camp, day one officially ended now eight minutes ago. We begin, as we always do, with our transactions brought to you by Shift 4 Payments. So it feels good. We are back in the, uh, in the realm of football. We are back in the realm of talking all things Raiders. And in that spirit, we got transactions. So since we last spoke last week, the Raiders have made the following moves. On 7-19, which was Tuesday, the Silver and Black placed defensive tackle Jonathan Hankins, cornerback Trayvon Mullen Jr., and defensive tackle Bilal Nichols on the physically unable to perform list, and signed wide receiver Isaiah Zuber. More on that in a second. And then yesterday, the Raiders signed cornerback Isaiah Brown and released safety Dallin Levitt, friend of the program Dallin Levitt, we wish you well, and also waived guard Jordan Meredith. So before we dive into what we saw at camp today, before we talk to, to Trayvon, Let's just begin here, the pup list. Really the unofficially official start of all things training camp. And we heard from Josh McDaniels earlier today, and he said, you know, look, the, would you love to start training camp with 90 guys out there? Absolutely. But the reality is there's very few teams in the NFL that have that luxury. So we look at who the Raiders have on the pup list as of this recording. Jonathan Hankins, Trayvon, and Bilal Nichols. And certainly not guys that you want to see on the pup list to start, uh, to start training camp. But at this juncture, and Jesse and I were talking about this the other day, at this juncture, I think not a ton of concern, right? Obviously, you don't want to see this happen, but not a ton of concern. 
Uh, we heard from Josh McDaniels, like I said earlier this morning, and, and he didn't strike a tone of, of huge concern either. Now, obviously, he wants to have those three guys up and at him and working sooner than later. But this is one of those deals where, okay, maybe let's, let's reevaluate the situation in 10 days, in two weeks. And if you still see these guys on the pup list, uh, maybe then we can kind of ratchet up our level of concern. But as of now, just an unfortunate beginning really there, but nothing that is going to, uh, I think that is going to concern me in a grave way. But all the same, something that happened, uh, an official transaction to begin the, uh, you know, kind of begin the March of the 2022 season. And as I said, as we begin this March, as we begin this race, the first thing that we saw today was our very first practice training camp. And Josh McDaniels kind of, I think he was pretty open and, and honest in terms of what really what we're really going to see over this next week. And I don't think it's going to be a ton of uh, guys going one-on-one. We're certainly not going to see 11-on-11. 11 11. The guys aren't in pads until next week. And he was using this, this first couple of days of camp, and this is kind of consistent across the board as a bit of a ramp up, as a kind of lead-in to what camp is really going to be. And let's not forget that the Raiders have additional camp time because Josh McDaniels is a first-year head coach in his new spot, which in this case is Las Vegas. So the lead into camp is a little bit longer than it would be for a team like the Chiefs, for instance, right? Their camp window is shorter than the Raiders because Andy Reid, obviously, coming back. So they don't get that extra lead time. And in addition to that, because training camp isn't as exciting and crazy already— Raiders playing in the Hall of Fame game, which adds another interesting wrinkle to the scheduling that we're going to see here over the next next couple weeks. But day one in the books, practice one officially in the books, and we'll hear from Trayvon Mullen, excuse me, Trayvon Merrick in just a few minutes about what he saw at camp, what his first day back at school was like. But a few things that really stood out to me. Number one is the fact that Dave Ziegler down on the grass. We talked about this with Dave at the end of the offseason program. He spoke about how important it was for him to be in the mix, to physically see practice, maybe not every day, but to have a presence down there. And that was certainly the case today. We saw him working with the wide receivers. We saw him watching the guys field puns. Dave Ziegler, very present, very involved in what was going on in practice today. So I think just something of note, and that's something Jesse and I were talking about yesterday, where... And we were looking at, you know, kind of big day one questions. And like I said, we're not going to learn all the secrets of your Raiders in the next day or the next two days. But one of the big things that I was really interested in was to see what Dave Ziegler's role was going to be. And there's no right or wrong way to do this. Each GM has their own flavor. Each GM has their own process of how they evaluate a roster, of how they kind of put together the best picture that they can of a guy going into the start of, of a camp. And it's just interesting to me that we saw Dave involved. We saw him physically there getting in the mix. Uh, Will that be the case tomorrow, a week from now, two weeks from now? That remains to be seen. But it was very interesting to see him down there. And it was good to see him just topping it up with the guys, right? It was good to see him doing his thing, getting involved. And I think as we progress through this camp, as we progress through this season in general, Dave is going to be a constant face that we see on the field. I don't think Dave is going to be one of those general managers that kind of just, uh, you know, looks down from the tower and and is going through the tape and, and is only having that one way of evaluating guys. I think he's going to be very involved, and I think that's that's a benefit to not only him, but to the entire organization as well. So that's one thing that stood out to me. Uh, additionally, another thing, and I tweeted out a video of Devontae Adams earlier, kind of just going through a, a practice rep, and one of the, the things that you guys responded was, oh man, Mac Hollins is a big dude, because you kind of see Mac in there as well at the tail end. And I can confirm, 
he is a big dude. I was talking to uh, one of the one of our folks on staff here, Rachel, earlier at practice, and she said the same thing. She goes, "Boy, you don't really have an appreciation for how big Mac is until you see him up close and personal." And let us not forget that he was not wearing pads today either. So I think Mac is going to be a guy that, as we progress through training camp and ultimately in the preseason, it's going to be really exciting to see what he does, what he brings to the table in terms of uh, of kind of being one of those, I don't even want to say depth pieces at wide receiver, but just a complementary piece to the Hunter Renfros, to the Devontae Adams, to the Darren Wallers of the world. It is going to be really, really exciting to see not only him, but kind of who else in that group kind of rises up, takes advantage of their reps, and sees, uh, you know, what, you know, kind of seizes their moment and, and takes advantage of what they've been given by this coaching staff. And, and make, no mix, make no mistake about it, there are going to be jobs that are going to be won over the next two, three weeks. And it'll be great to see that, that competition. And, and really, at a camp, that's what you want to see. You want to see competition day in and day out. You want to see guys getting a little bit better because there's no team in the NFL, not one, that is a finished product right now. Not a single one. I don't care if, if you're the Bengals. I don't care if you're the Rams. I don't care if you're the Raiders, the Chiefs, the, the Panthers, anyone in between. There is no one that shows up to camp and says, hey, this is our 90 that we feel good about. This is the 53 guys that are going to go into the season. You, it is a learning process. The Raiders are no exception to that rule. So, like I said, there will be jobs that are going to be won. There is competition to be had, and I cannot wait for it. And we will be back out there. Tomorrow morning, bright and early, to watch the second practice. And as I said, just kind of fill in the mosaic a little bit more. Learn a little bit more about the roster. Get a better understanding of what roles are going to be as we get uh, progress into the preseason and ultimately week one against the Chargers. And I cannot wait. Uh, another thing I cannot wait for, to bring in our guest, to talk to this guy uh, coming off a fantastic rookie campaign and headed into year two with the infamous word, expectation. Attached. I feel like that was the word of the day yesterday uh, as we held our introductory press conferences here at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. Expectations. What are those expectations? How do teams, uh, the Raiders in particular, understand those expectations, respect those expectations, but also understand, hey, there are things to do, there are things to accomplish between now and the start of week one. Uh, so like I said, very excited to bring in our guest, our first training camp guest. God, that feels good to say. Our first training camp guest of 2022. You know him, you love him. Trayvon Merrick. Trayvon, we were talking about, me and, me and one of our guys were yesterday we were talking about what we do to get ready for camp, yeah. which I have a feeling is a little bit different than what you do to get ready for training camp. But like that last night before report day, like you have any like weird traditions or things you do to get your mind right? Um, not really. I think just, you know, maintaining my body, just trying to stay, you know, on top of the rehab and making sure my legs are good, my body's good to go out there and practice, you know, full speed. So I don't really have anything, you know, too special or secrets, but uh, just show up and just do my work. You know, we're talking to you coming off of the first official practice at training camp. So this morning you walk into the building, like just take me through it. Like, what's it like to come in and know like, yo, today's the first time we're going to do this for real. No, I felt good, you know, to come back and, you know, like, like you said, first day of training camp, seeing all the guys again and being able to hit the field and, you know, just do what we do best, you know, just work on the little things and just go out there and try to be perfect, like Coach says. So. 
you know, for the, the people like me, like, just explain, like, what's the biggest difference do you think between an OTA practice, a mini camp practice compared to what you guys are doing today and are going to start doing for the next couple of weeks? Um, I feel like we've been treating it the same, you know what I'm saying? Um, but like you said, it's training camp, so everything's kind of elevated. Um, you know, everybody's trying to, you know, do their thing and do it to the best of their abilities. Um, whether like OTAs was just kind of, you know, getting the hang of things, getting the swing of things, learning, you know, the new defense and stuff like that. So I think coming into the training camp, you know, it's it's kind of elevated, like I said. For you, we're going into year two now, which is already crazy to say, because it feels like we drafted you like three weeks I ago. I know, right? But like, <laughs> uh, when you think back to your first training camp practice a year ago, and now to today, like, what do you think like the biggest difference is, or is there not one at all? Uh, man, I would just say, um, man, I'd just say like my, my confidence just to go out there and just being able to be vocal, um, communicate, and just, Listen to the coaches. I say, like last year, you know, I didn't really know what to do as much. You know, I was still new to things, new to the building, um, new to the way coaches were coaching, how my teammates were talking. Um, so I say this year it was just a big step of just, you know, being able to be comfortable with that. You know, coming off like a pretty nice rookie year for you, do you feel more empowered and comfortable kind of being that, that vocal guy on the back end? A little I bit? do feel comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's what the coaches are asking me to do is just be a vocal uh, leader, be, be able to communicate all throughout the field, give calls, and, um, you know, I'm trying my best to do that. You know, we heard from the guys yesterday to like officially kick off camp, right? I feel like it felt like the word of the day was expectation, right? Everyone's talking about the expectations of this and the expectations of that. Yeah. And I felt like really the collective did a really nice job of saying like, yeah, we understand last year was last year and it was a great year in so many ways, but that's kind of done. Like, how do you guys as, as a full team, as a full unit, understand like, hey, last year was a great thing to build off of, but this is its own kind of thing now? Yeah, right. It's the new year. So, I mean, like, like you said, new expectations is just... You know, every, it's a clean slate. You know, everybody hasn't done anything. It's a new year, like I said. So we're just trying to put our best foot forward and just keep working. And that's the mentality. So, you know, we, we come up, we were talking about coming into the first practice. And you and I were joking about how hot it was out there this morning. But, like, is it nice to feel that energy from the fans? Obviously, yeah. we have people in the mix, right? Yeah, you hear yeah, the yeah. cheering. Like, Devontae oh, yeah. has a catch. And everyone goes crazy. Everybody like, do you guys crazy. enjoy that? Yeah, I love that. You know, it's great energy. You know, the fans' energy just brings us energy. So, when we're out there hearing them cheer and stuff, it, it brings us energy. You know, we hear the Raiders, and it just gets us pumped up for the season, so. You know, I was, I was thinking about the kind of safety position when we knew you were coming up, and, and I, it seems like such a unique kind of group on this roster right now, where you have a bunch of youngish guys, right, yourself included, Teamer, John Abram, who I still consider as a young guy, right? right? right but like, yeah. it seems like you guys do have a really nice kind of balance of, of dudes who are very much on the ascent and guys who are more established and, and have kind of been here, done that. Like, well, how, how's that kind of room in the in the early stages of this working out? It's been good, you know, everybody just came in and, you know, we all have one mindset and, and, and goal, you know what I'm saying? We just want to be the best DB group we can be, um, do the little things right. That's really what we've been talking about, showing up on time, making every practice, um, you know, just making the little things important. Our eyes, our feet, um, you know, just attention to detail, man, really. You know, I was talking to Hunter God, a week or two ago and, and just about kind of what he learned, or he was talking about having Devonta here and yeah, it's great in, in so many ways because I get to kind of learn and watch him kind of do his thing. But I, I wonder, like, flipping the other side of the ball, I imagine that you guys as DBs also get a chance to learn from Devontae and kind of what he brings to this roster, too. Yeah, he's been a great leader. Um, you know, just aside of football, he's just been, you know, a great person, a great, um, you know, uh, leader, and just a good locker room guy all around. You know, that's what we need. Um, and as, as long as we have that, you know, the football will take care of itself. So. It, it seems, at least from, like, the outside looking in, obviously, because we haven't been in the locker room in a minute, but it seems like there's a really good 
core nucleus of just good dudes and having a good locker room in 2022. Yeah. Is that how you kind of are gauging it in the early? Yeah, I think I think like I said, I think that's very important to have a good cohesive locker room. I mean, if everything isn't you know is jumbled up and we got one guy doing this and it's it's kind of get messy. So to have that camaraderie and stuff is is pretty important. How important is it to have it from like like the big dog on the roster, from a Devontae, from a Darren, from a Derek, from Max, like guys that are going to be, you know, there's big expectations attached to them. They're really talented guys, but guys that are going to come in and set the tone just in terms of personality and leadership and, and camaraderie and stuff. Yeah, too. like you said, I think they set it, but um, I think also for them, they, they expect, you know, everybody else to be the same way, you know. Um, it's, it's the NFL, it's pro, so uh, I think they expect all of us to do the same thing, you know, just, just be leaders, be pros, and, and do the right thing. And before I get you out of here, I got to ask you, as one of our resident college football guys, dude, what is going on? What? What is going on in college football? Oh. All these conferences are changing. The yeah. Pac-12 is like 14 teams. The yeah. Big 12 is like 19 teams. Like, what is going it's on? Been, it's been crazy. Ever since I left, man, it's been crazy, man. The NIL, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a big mess right now. Were so. you the one who was keeping everything together? Because like you said, <laughs> since you left, man, we got the NIL stuff, which know, is great. But, but then all the conference realignment, yeah. like, I'm going to miss, as a Pac-12 guy, yeah. I'm going to miss kind of some of these robberies. And right, I, as, a right, Texas, right. as a Texas football dude, yeah. like, it's got to be the same. Yeah, thing, like, right? I know there's a couple of new teams in the Big 12. So like you said, it's a couple of rivalries that we're missing out on, you know, big games that used to be back in the day. So it's kind of sad to see them go. But... I guess it's the new trend of new move moving forward, the future. So that's all we can know. do. Right? Yeah. All we can do is move forward collectively, <laughs> right, right? Right, right? Hey man, I appreciate you coming up yes, on sir. the first day of practice. Good luck out there. Thank Stay you. cool. Stay hydrated, as, as, as DP, DP says. says and, uh, and we'll catch you soon. All right, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. And a huge thank you to Trayvon Merrick for stopping by, and a big thank you to our PR staff for uh, for facilitating that interview, as per usual. Well, we are in the middle of camp now. We are grinding. The grind has officially commenced. But before we get out of here, and we do have to get out of here because we have a lot to do over the next couple of days, and we'll be working through the weekend because this team's going to be here. We're going to be watching practice. We're going to be bringing you guys that great content on Raiders.com and all of our social channels. It's going to be there, so make sure you lock in. But before we do that, I got to crack an ice-cold bruchacho for the road. Emphasis on ice cold because it is hot. It is very hot. Uh, you heard Josh McDaniels earlier today talk about the heat and understanding the, the need to practice kind of early in the morning here, which as an early bird, I personally love. But all the same, it is still hot. So this is going to be the coldest of ice-cold bruchachos that I crack. And I'm going to crack this one. And it might sound sacrilege as we start training camp for the Las Vegas Raiders. But today, I crack an ice-cold one for the beautiful game of soccer and all it is bringing to Allegiant Stadium on Friday last week. I think it was Friday, either Friday or Saturday. I went to Allegiant, took in the Club America Chelsea game, 10 out of 10. Could not recommend more. Uh, a fantastic atmosphere in the stadium. And then tomorrow, I'm going back to see Juventus Chivas, which is also going to be spectacular. And then I'm not going to this one on Saturday because i got to draw the line somewhere. But on Saturday... There's going to be the Clasico. We're going to have Real Madrid, Barcelona at Allegiant Stadium. And, oh, it just it warms my soccer-loving heart that all these up, you know, top-tier, upper echelon international teams are coming to play at Allegiant Stadium. I think that is a huge—that uh, says a ton about not only that beautiful facility, I think it says a ton about the city of Las Vegas. Uh, it's really, really exciting, and it's a lot of fun for me to get to nerd out and, and go to the stadium to watch— you know, something as a fan, right? Because when I'm in Allegiant, 99 times out of 100, 
it's the work and it's the greatest job, but you're still working. So you don't really get a chance to sit there, enjoy it as a fan, have a beer and a hot dog and watch some, you know, like I said, top tier upper echelon soccer. So I cracked this ice cold bruchacho for the beautiful game. I cannot wait to get back there tomorrow night. It is going to be a blast. If you're going to be at the game and you see me, come say what's up. And yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So enjoy the game. Enjoy practice. Enjoy your weekends, but make sure that you are locked into Raiders.com because as I said, we are going to be having top tier content come out, I mean, essentially nonstop now uh, through hopefully February, and it is going to be so much fun. So Freddie Pascal, our guest this week, Trayvon Merrick, my man Ray on the ones and twos, Alexandra and everyone back in the control room, and everyone at Silver and Black Productions, we thank you, thank you, thank you for coming to hang out with us, and we will see you guys next week, same time, same place, for our next episode of Upon Further Review. Thanks for listening to this edition of Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network.